0: Resilient Solutions, Season 2, Episode 13, Gratitude, A Free Antidote to Anxiety. How is your personal stress doing right now? With all the great news about inflation, the war in Ukraine, all the crazy things that are going on, a lot of people are really getting overloaded with stress. As a matter of fact, according to a study released in March 2022, most Americans report high stress due to the residual leftovers from COVID, as well as the war in Ukraine and the crazy runaway inflation we have today. American adults are feeling overwhelmed and fatigued, With 87% agreeing with this statement, it feels like there has been a constant stream of crisis without a break for the past two years. What's happened? there's been a dramatic increase in stress-related illnesses and disorders. And today, I'm going to give you one free tool you can use to begin to knock down your stress even in five or ten minutes. What's that tool? Stay tuned to find out. Hello, my name is John Thurman. I'm an author, a therapist, and a workplace consultant with 60,000 hours of experience of helping people experience more resilience in their personal life, their relationships, their business endeavors, and in their faith. And you can learn more about me at JohnThurman.info. Why don't we jump right in? Thanks for joining me today. Hello, John Thurman here, and thank you so much for joining me. How is your stress going? While all of us like to put on a good face and say we're fine, we're great, we're blessed or whatever, the statistics and the reports from the doctor's office and the number of prescription medications for anxiety are just blowing the roof off right now. And honestly, there's good reason. This research I mentioned in my opening was done between March the 1st and 3rd of this year, and they found out that the stress levels are just over the top. Part of it's the residual stress from the pandemic and some of the ongoing issues with that, but the rest of it is related to the economy, the war in Ukraine, and just a whole host of bad news, and people aren't doing well with it. But you don't have to be that way. You don't have to be stirred up by anxiety. You don't have to be awakened at 2 or 3 in the morning wondering what's going to happen. Now, before I continue, let me mention that there are two types of stress that we deal with as humans. The first type is eustress, that's E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S, and that's the good kind of stress. It's that stress that provides the energy to do a good job, to be a good parent, to reach for that next promotion, to do the best I can do, or from a biblical perspective, it's that stress that helps me strive to do excellent at all I can do to honor God. That type of stress is productive, good, and life-enriching and rewarding. However, the other type of stress, distress, is the one that will kill you if you don't manage it. And right now, distress is robbing so much joy from so many people. The good news is you don't have to stay there. The good news is there's hope and there are tools you can use to begin to push that back right this moment. Well, let's jump in. We're really talking about gratitude here. The idea of gratitude has been around since the Old Testament. You can go through the Psalms, and it's just thousands and thousands of references to being thankful, to being mindful, to being grateful for who you are, what you've got, and things like that. And coincidentally, the New Testament has a lot of teaching on the benefits of expressing gratitude. I'm also excited to tell you that research has shown in the past 40 years that when people are intentionally expressing gratitude— Stress goes down, depression is abated, and just a whole lot of good stuff happens. And there are just a ton of good things that happen in your body when you're a person that's living in a spirit of gratitude. Well, let's jump right in. First, the definition. Gratitude is the thankful appreciation for things received, whether tangible or intangible. It's the idea that I'm grateful for something bigger than myself. For God, for His creation, for His sustainment, for His leadership, His guidance, and His provision. Being grateful for people and other blessings in your life makes you thankful and helps renews your brain to be more optimistic. And it actually helps you build up your resilience muscles so you can push back and defend against distress and anxiety. Matter of fact, the research and the scriptures tell us that expressing gratitude is probably the most effective way to push back fear, anxiety, sadness. And to literally open up your mind and your spirit, if you will, to good things, to things that are soothing, things that are wholesome, things that are really designed to reduce stress and anxiety. Let's talk about the four benefits of gratitude. First of all. A spirit of gratitude and thankfulness will boost your immune system and help your body fight off infections. This has been proven in study after study after study. Secondly, gratitude significantly lowers your risk of causing or amplifying any mental health issues. If you struggle with depression or anxiety and you really actively express gratitude, you lower your risk because you're putting more good chemicals in your body with that mindset and that focus. Number three, a grateful, thankful attitude strengthens you when you're under stress. And number four. Thankfulness helps you develop your resilience and helps you flourish when others fail. So would you like to know some practical tools you can add to your toolbox as you use gratitude to push back stress, anxiety, and depression? Let's jump right in. Number one, in our digital age, many of us have forgotten all about penmanship. So what I want you to do is find some paper, maybe a notebook or something, and jot down your joys. Ready? Well, let's give you something to think about. Think about one place that is safe and relaxes you next. Think about one thing that's going well in your family or life. Then jot down three things that bring joy and pleasure. After that, jot down three things that you're looking forward to. And then finally, two people that you love. In the past few years, there's been some remarkable research on the power of writing. A study done a couple of years ago by a couple of British neurologists really showed us the acting mechanism here, is when I'm thinking about my thoughts and feelings and I write to them, the actual shaping of the letters helps release that negative energy and opens us up to a good positive energy. So number one, jot down your joys. Number two, make your meal times more meaningful. Doctors and nutritionists all recommend that we be more mindful when we eat. So make your meals time more meaningful by eating slowly and having an attitude of gratitude. For centuries, Grace Before Meals has been that ritualized way of pausing and expressing gratitude for what's been provided for us. I would encourage you to do that again. Uh, One of the prayers that I grew up with, because my dad was Roman Catholic, was this prayer. Some of you with a Catholic background will know this. Bless, O Lord, and these thy gifts which we are about to receive from thy bounty through Christ our Lord Jesus. Amen. Another standby one for kids is, God is great. God is good. Let us thank him for our food, for by his hands we are being fed. Give us, Lord, our daily bread. Amen. Do you know those simple little prayers are reminders to be grateful and to pause when we eat? British author and lay theologian C.K. Chesterton said this. I love it. You say grace before meals. All right. But I say grace before the concert and the opera and grace before the play and the pantomime and grace before I open a book and grace before sketching, painting, writing, swimming, fencing, boxing, walking, playing, dancing, and grace before I even dip my pen in ink. That's gratitude. There's so many ways you can do this. And folks, it doesn't cost you a dime. Number three, count blessings instead of sheep. I'm serious. There's an old hymn that goes back years called Count Your Blessings, named them one by one. It's great cognitive behavioral therapy. And rather than counting sheep, as you get ready to go to bed, just review the things you're grateful for. Practice mindful gratitude. It's really easy to do. The next thing you want to do is stop and savor. My wife and I try to walk every day. And one of the places we stop, they always have these beautiful rose bushes. And over the past month or so, we will stop by there nearly every day just to smell those roses. They're beautiful, but you know, there's nothing like the smell of a a rose bush. What that does is that helps us slow down and savor the moment. And in New Mexico, particularly this time of year with the monsoons, we have glorious sunsets. And as we're out walking many times, we'll go out there and just savor the moment, soak in the beauty, and be grateful for God's creation. It's easy to do. All you have to do is pause and purposely reflect on things that are good and positive. And what happens, our brain begins to move towards health. The final thing you want to do is share gratitude. Individuals who practice gratitude are, number one, they're more generous and helpful. Number two, they're more likely to offer emotional support to others. Number three, they're more likely to share their wealth and resources with others. And number four, they're more willing to forgive others. Lord knows, if you and I took time to tap the brakes, to hit pause button, to stop and savor, and to express gratitude, so much could go so much better in all of our lives. Will you do it? Are you stressed? Are you anxious? Are you depressed? Are you spun up or way too far down? Be intentional about being grateful. Be mindful about gratitude to experience new and fresh things. If you need some help, give me a call. I have a free uh, phone call consultation we can do, and that number is 505-343-2011, or email me, john at johnthurman.info. For more information about the services I provide or links to my other products and articles, you can go to johnthurman.info. Thanks again for joining me today. My hope and prayer for you is that you'll be able to hit the pause button, experience the relief and release that gratitude gives. In the next few weeks, I'm going to be shifting my talks and my articles to deal more with some business and management-related issues. I'm going to be addressing how to deal with loss in the workplace. And whether you're a leader at home or a leader in business, you're going to be impacted by death, the death of an employee, a friend, neighbor, relative, or someone like that. And I'm going to spend a few articles giving you some tools you can use to manage those situations with poise and grace and compassion. Thanks so much for joining me today. My name's John Thurman, and you have been listening to John Thurman's Resilient Solution Shortcast, where I help you become more resilient in your personal life, your relationships, your business endeavors, and in your faith. For more information about me, just check out my website at www.johnthurman.info. And remember, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will make a choice to rejoice and be glad in it. Bye now. See you next week.